Nazi chicks are hot, man. Hello and welcome to yet another episode of Unrelenting. What number is this? Like 93 or something now? Something. They're adding up. They're getting in there. They're getting 92. Mm-hmm. 92 of Unrelenting. I'm Darren O'Neill. He's Gene Nevtuliev and he won't be speaking much today because his eyes are glued to the screen. That's a good point. I'm, I'm glad you played Final Countdown because I was just counting down to the 10 o'clock mark here when the sale starts at Star Citizen. That's when you're going to be able to buy even more spaceships virtually right now, literally as we talk. Yeah. Taylor Swift dropped some new stuff yesterday and I didn't know when it was gone before I knew. And I'm like, damn. Really? Yeah. They they bifurcated. Is that the correct word? My system of having a script that checks the main page being it was on a hidden page and not linked from the main page. I'm like, you bastards. Well, that's no good. But there's a rumor that this is going to be happening daily now through like Black Friday. So we'll see. Oh, they're going to sell shit daily? Yeah, just drop some rare stuff. Like the oh, one that I missed out on the last time, which I don't even want to play it. It's just I'm um, got that mm-hmm. OCD where I have all the other vinyls, so I want to have that complete vinyl collection. And they mm-hmm. came out with a heart-shaped double vinyl set that originally sold for 40 bucks and now is selling for like 500 bucks. Mm-hmm. But they were selling them for 40 yesterday. They dropped a few again. So it's like, damn. Wow. I don't want to pay big bucks. I mean, I know you do when you get your spaceships. You like to pay top dollar for the spaceship. I don't like to pay big bucks either. I just have paid big bucks. That's why yeah. Gene actually makes everybody call him Captain Gene before they can even come into his house. <laughs> like, can I come aboard, Captain? You mean like the, a boat? Like, no, no, spaceship. Captain, please, do you know what you call somebody with multiple spaceships? Admiral? Admiral, fucking A. <laughs> What's a... Okay, captain. Admiral fucking what the A. Hell is this bullshit? What is what is above captain? Admiral fucking A. Yeah, Admiral fucking A, man. That's that's the title for somebody that's in command of multiple spaceships. I want to see you, you we need to get you a jacket and then that would be the name I have a jacket. that says Admiral fucking A on it. Oh, oh, that says Admiral fucking yes. A. That's good. Yes. Hello Admiral. Yeah, no, in in the game I've got a nice leather jacket. <laughs> in the g- <laughs> Is it soft jean? I mean, it's pretty damn soft, man. It's good leather the game it's only the it's, finest leather it actually tom cruise kind of stole what it looks like i noticed in the uh, top gun well he'll do that uh-huh. he keeps very well abreast of what you're doing in the video game world and he tries <laughs> to emulate that in his movies i'm pretty sure he, he is a closet gamer i mean he's a closet something oh welcome to unrelenting 90 i mean imagine how good we'll be by 93 i know right are we doing a show next week on Black Friday? We can. I don't have plans other than trying not to buy things on Amazon. Is that the whole thing? It's like everything is. And it, Black Friday doesn't really exist anymore, which as far nah, as a shopping it, experience. They've stretched it out into like months. Yes. I mean, it's like, okay, it's October 15th. Black Friday sale start today. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, that's not really a Black Friday sale then. Yeah. In Black yeah, Friday it's, sales. It's, that used to be to get people to go shopping at their location. Right. When it's virtual, when it's online, I don't understand. I mean, I get it. It's the same thing. They want you to come shop on their website. But then why elongate it? 
Mm -hmm. the items that used to go on sale for all those that aren't old enough to remember they would actually take good products you know it might be that two thousand dollar sony tv everybody wants Mm -hmm. and they have like five of them that they're going to sell at a thousand bucks right now almost all of these sales are products that i wouldn't want to buy anyway oh this means you're getting old that could also be it <laughs> it's like when people are like what do you want for christmas oh yeah nothing. i would have i would have normally said adriana lima but then you're sending me pictures of what she looks I like know. now and i'm like now i gotta revise like, my nope, list don't don't need that <laughs> gotta revise my list mm-hmm. yeah it's uh she did not age well well, you're the one that's always taught us, Gene, that there is an expiration date. Well, I mean, I'm just stating the obvious here. Have you been getting spammed on your uh, crypto yet on your GetAlby account? No. Because I've Should noticed be? this. Yeah, they're, they're spamming now. Oh, for what? They're sending 10 uh, Satoshi boost, boostograms with messages. I've gotten three of them. No. Since CSB came in yesterday with his boost for this show i've gotten three 10 mm. satoshi boosts no name the first one says hey there thousand dollar trial cloud mining hash just for you mint for free zero cost for one day all profit is yours and then a link huh. the next one rsmc bitcoin agency find our ad in the new bitcoin magazine and then there's a that's web address. great so they figured out how to turn that into well it makes sense i mean satoshis are borderline worthless so it's the cheapest form of advertising probably it's way less than google would charge exactly now there's and another, it shows up in your inbox there's another link and arguably one of the better bitcoin only bedtime story by mail websites and i'm thinking one i didn't even know there were bitcoin only bedtime stories by mail mm. i didn't know anybody needed bedtime stories emailed to them is that something we well, could that do? would be yeah the, the zoomers do really <laughs> this is awesome is it this, oh yeah do we make yeah. millions on this you know, 20, 20, 22, 24 year olds, you know, like we, we just sent you a new bedtime story. How would they story fall asleep without, without being afraid without a bedtime story? Oh, you want to horrify them. I get it. No, I, well, I wouldn't mind horrifying them, but I, I think that's not what they're looking for. But this is what 10 Satoshis buy you because it just sits right there and it shows up. Mm -hmm. It's Ooh, like complete alienship pack, $2,480. But that's what that's real money, Gene. That's not Satoshi's. I, oh, that's right. That those are dollars. So, how much is that in oh, Satoshi's? Let's find out. Do you think that's a part of the system? Like, they're, they're if they get you so used to things like, well, somebody sent in eight thousand okay, Satoshi's. New nothing. goal for today's episode: uh, I need seven million nine hundred sixty-nine thousand one hundred twenty-two Satoshi's. Is that all? That's it. I don't even have that in my uh, wallet. Let's hope not. I have about half that, but I don't have that much. Hmm. You have 1400 bucks just sitting there yeah and i've i've okay everybody just use my personal <laughs> address instead of our combined one because clearly somebody doesn't need sets and i've cleaned out i mean i, I bought like 1500 dollars worth of uh, amazon gift cards with sats not that long ago too jesus uh, but 10 satoshis is 0. 0.0036 so it is a third of a cent mm -hmm. that is great rates on your marketing isn't it that's the cheapest marketing yeah google will charge like a buck for that a third of a penny mm -hmm. 10 satoshis just shows up and everybody's i mean now for those who have uh this is why people then start paying for programs to filter things out 
mm-hmm. where you're like, well, don't show me any messages under X amount. Mm-hmm. Because if you want to send me spam and you're willing to put a buck behind it or more, I'll read your message for a buck. Well, you're cheap. I'd say I'm not saying bucks, I would. But... I wouldn't say I'd read it online, but I'd glance. Oh, oh okay. So you you're like, if somebody just wants to communicate with you, it's a right. buck. Right. And how many sats is a buck? Uh, let's see. Well, if 10 sats is the that little, you know, then $1 would be 2777. Ooh, that's a lucky number today. 2777. <clears throat> yeah. So that's, that's there. There you go, guys. There's your minimum sat donation amount. 2777. Read something. Yeah. For me to glance and go, okay, I'll read them. Now, if you want me to read it on the show, that's, uh, yeah. Gene was so that's 13,883 sets. You were thinking that should be at least, uh, like five 10 bucks. bucks, but, uh, well, I mean, you five is fair, but, if you said five, so I, I, that's why I went with thirteen thousand eight eighty three. Yeah, and I think CSB was under that, so we're not going to be able to read his message yeah, today about under the ten thousand CSB dot lol. Yeah. There won't be any of that. We're we're setting new bars. Yeah, yeah. So previously we would have said go to CSB lol to check out his <laughs> cartoons, but since we're not, you know, he, his measly amount of sats wasn't even five dollars, then we're not going to read that. Dad, you can't change rules during show. Watch him. But to, be, but to be fair, he comes in every show, so he gets a little leeway. That's different. That's called a recurring donation, mm-hmm. which is better. Comes in all the time. Recurring's good. That's true. But it won't bring you enough to buy virtual spaceships, which cost real thousands. <laughs> That's true. Virtual spaceships, real thousands. I hope it has at least a nice Rolls Royce engine in there. <laughs> Rolls Royce engine. But they don't make them in the future in the space world. They they did not license the Rolls Royce logo. No. But wait, do you have to license something if it's still in beta and fans are making mocks it's an and alpha, all that? Please. His fans are making all of the. Uh, can fans add stuff to the game? Is that something in this one? No, no, that would steal money from the company. I thought it was interesting when there was a one of the first virtual worlds, and I don't remember if it. Mm-hmm. predated second life or not mm. but there was one of the first virtual worlds that i remember mm-hmm. was created by a company at the behest of the band the pussycat dolls believe it or not that sounds vaguely familiar although i don't think i ever got into that i, th- I think i heard about it like exit reality or something the company was mm-hmm. called but it was quite interesting because it was branded and then they lost the Pussycat Dolls part, and then they took the branding out. But there was like a mm-hmm. Pussycat Dolls store, and you could buy the virtual stuff. Mm-hmm. And you could do the kind of all the stuff that you would do in Second Life. You could walk around into different yeah. areas. You could take teleports into your own owned biz, you know, businesses or buildings. Mm-hmm. But I thought the most interesting thing, at least one of the interesting things and in what they were looking at doing there, was they had clothing stores because, you know, you wanted yep. your avatar to look cool. Like, Gene, you got to have your leather jacket in your in your game yeah that's true but it was allowing people to they would give you the templates and anybody that wanted to create clothing could create and upload it and then they would get a cut of the money when that was sold Mm -hmm. i'm like that would be great for the spaceship i mean you create your own spaceship and i don't know how much money these people are making but as i've mentioned the wife likes lego now yeah there are people and there are sites that are dedicated to things you can make with existing Lego sets that aren't the set. So if you got, yeah, yeah, yeah. that you makes know, sense. Right. You have the millennium Falcon set, but you can create this with it instead. 
they sell instructions. They just make the instructions and sell the instructions for like five bucks. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I wonder how much money you can make doing that. People are crazy. Yes, I'll agree with that. I mean, you probably make some money. It's, it all depends on timing. That's one of the biggest factors that you can't predict for. You can only take advantage of in business. See, I'm giving business advice now. Well, you and, are a business that is professional. Timing. Yes. You have yeah, written I was multiple at a, a conference uh, this week uh, where. Doing actual the, work? Trying this wasn't to get about some this actual wasn't, clients. This, this wasn't a virtual spaceship. I'm uh, like, ah, I need to make some actual money so I can buy some fake spaceships. Right. So when, so when you have somebody that's like Gene, uh, we'd like to get into uh, bed with you, uh, virtual with business. That is, I mean, maybe mm-hmm. the other way too. But mm-hmm. um, you know, what are you hoping to accomplish with this partnership? And Gene's like, I've got a few spaceships I got my eye on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you imagine uh, you get some looks. Hey, was I right or was I wrong about SpaceX? You did say it was not going to launch today. It was not going to launch today, and it did not launch today. Now, they are saying tomorrow. I uh-huh. figured it'd be Monday. I, I thought I'd drive down there on Monday. But uh, they're saying tomorrow. I didn't think they would do a weekend launch. That seems weird to me, but I don't know. I still think it's a better chance that they won't launch tomorrow, and they'll move it to Monday. Well, I just figured you went across the yard and knocked on Elon's door and was like, oh, right. so when are you really launching? I know. Well, he's a little further than across the way from me he's he's a lot further from downtown than i am but i i could knock on the uh on the uh tesla truck factory that is only three miles away from me Ooh! so for people that are looking at the maps and trying to triangulate yeah, if you can house, find the tesla factory in austin then you kind of know where i live you can then show up at jeans and breathe in that carbon dioxide air mm. yeah the good stuff the good stuff man it'll either get you high or make you healthy no it's it's an antioxidant it is yet another antioxidant get it i mean it's anti-oxygen it's an yeah, anti yeah. it's an anti-oxygent exactly so it's good for you <laughs> and i thought that everybody was, knows that oxygen's bad yeah you don't want too much no no wait i think Plus, you do this want way i'm, I'm keeping oxygen. all the co2 in my house instead of polluting the atmosphere with it well, that's very nice. Now, so if Gene ever if Gene ever leaves the house, you're going to see it on all of those enter, those climate graphs. Uh-huh. Yeah, because I, I actually <clears throat> I do get payments from Al Gore for uh, my CO two <laughs> consumption rates here. So you know, so yeah, you, a, have to, you, got the, you have a lot of carbon credits, man. I do have a lot of carbon credits. If you could only put those carbon credits into virtual spaceships, you'd be in good oh, shape. I'd be set, man. Mr. Gore, can you explain the graph here where it really goes up? Yeah, well, Gene <laughs> left the house. Yeah. <laughs> he opened his front door and. <laughs> yeah, all the, all the carbon dioxide just flew out. You have to have some really good insulation. And uh, really, most homes aren't that kind of airtight. But I mean, it's, if, it's heavier than oxygen. So it won't uh, go through the. Uh, I mean, really, though, if you don't have an airtight seal. I mean, you'll get mixing, obviously, and, and stuff, but it, it's, if you only have holes on the roof of your house, then it's going to very slowly drain out. It's an interesting way to vent everything, but I guess it could work. Mm-hmm. Put some solar panels but up But if there. you open the door, you know, there's a whole wave of CO2 that'll just rush out your front door right by your feet. Well, at least it's by your feet. That's a lot yeah. safer. Mm-hmm. And uh, another side benefit that's convenient is it'll kill any kind of pests that you you might have. Like uh, dogs and cats. 
what? friends that stop on pests. by. Like, you know, rodents and crickets and all kinds of things that might want to try and live in your house. Oh, I guess that would make sense because the CO2 yeah. is like mm-hmm. a deadly. I mean, that is literally how low. they kill the food supply for my snakes is with CO2. Nice. So the, the rabbits and the, the uh, rats and stuff, that's how they, uh, they kill them. They just put them into a CO2 atmosphere. You don't catch them yourself. You don't go out in the field. I, I actually am going out in about, uh, actually next week, I think I'm, is when I'm supposed to go out there. Um, uh, my, my hunting of the rabbits is a three hour drive to a rabbit farm, uh, where they have a, a whole bunch of frozen rabbits ready for me. Kill the wabbit. Mm-hmm. They do that. Frozen though. I mean, why don't you want fresh? No, I, do you know how stinky those things are? Are you kidding? <laughs> No, I don't. They're nasty. I do. You've never been around the rabbit? Okay. No, I mean, I'm, I've seen people that had them as pets, which I thought yeah, was. They're, they're very stinky. Not a good idea. Then no, because they don't pets. taste good after a while. So why would you want them as a pet? So you only have uh, cattle, maybe a lobster. You have a lobster tank ready. I can, <laughs> I can see Gene doing this, which is he's got I, I've the had big, lobsters before. But it, then you're like, well. You know, hey, buddy, you know, and then mm-hmm. one day you're like, I'm really having a hankering for, uh-huh. Uh-huh. for some lobster. And you look in the tank and the lobster looks at you and you look at the lobster and Gene's mm-hmm. warming up the butter and <laughs> lobsters. Yeah, that think that'd be a little trickier. I mean, it's doable. I've I watched a video on YouTube of a guy who bought a lobster at a store and then turned him into a pet. Like a food lobster and then, uh, you know, put him in the aquarium and fed him and gave him stuff. And, uh, you, you can do it. You can buy a food lobster at a grocery store and, uh, turn them into a pet. If you want, you can do anything. Yeah. If you have the right virtual spaceship. Yeah. That's absolutely right. Do you have a limit on your spending today on your black Friday spatial, virtual, virtual space? So far I've spent $70 while we're talking. Really? Wow. For new probably new leather jackets for the crew yeah, no there's a new ship that just came out this is a partially an addiction i think no 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 it's it's an investment for a it's game really no alpha. different than bitcoin in a way i suppose if you These can ships find, go up in price if you can find people to buy things very much like taylor mm-hmm. swift vinyl if you can it, find absolutely. people that want to buy something whether it's visual yeah. or virtual or whether it's real then there is more value there mm-hmm. just the way it works exactly you just got to know where to get it so only 70 dollars. while you can you can really go up from there but you need to get some uh, booster grams in yeah man gotta get them booster grams if you boost a gram uh you know five million satoshis gene will name the ship after you <laughs> Um, there's only a handful of ships that you can name. Wait, would you have to pay extra for that then? Or no, they're just expensive ships generally. So then it's like, well, if you want to name it, you have to add more. That no, they there's I think there's six ships in the game that are you're they're like allowing you to name because they are so grand that they have to tend to be on the pricier side. Yeah, 
And you can't just like name them shithead or something like Steve Martin's dog. You and, can, you can, if you're the first person to do it, they, they have to be unique names. Ah, well, that would make sense. Cause it has to be unique in the game. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any name ships? I have all of them. Yes. <laughs> all of them in the game. Like nobody else has ever bought one. And you, you own them I had all. To, I had to <laughs> take a monopoly out on name ships. <laughs> A lot of people are like, this guy's a real sick motherfucker, man. I don't know what he's talking about here. Uh huh. Uh huh. What are the names of these ships? Or is that too personal a question? Uh, No, they're they're all um, they're all Atlas Shrug names. Interesting. So we see a pattern. Yeah. So there's a Dagny Taggart. There's a Reardon. There's a uh, what's the guy's name? The pirate dude. Um, I forget his name off the top of my head. And then, um, uh, and then of course there's John Galt. No, Mr. Sulu, huh? So no, it's, uh, they're, they're all fairly consistent. I think I'm trying to remember. Um, oh, that's in a different game. So I've got, uh, wait, how many very... games do you own spaceships? in? <laughs> <laughs> really? I'll give you some uh, time here. If you need to add all these up and, uh, at least five. Damn. Now, which one is still the favorite game that you go back to over and over? Well, it's hard to say because they, you know, they rotate. Uh, sometimes you want to be in one game and play that, and sometimes another one. So I played quite a bit of um, uh, Starfield between like September and uh, just recently, a few weeks back. Uh, like a lot of hours of Starfield, but now the sale started at um, Star Citizen, so now I'm going to be playing a little bit of Star Citizen. So this is going to add to the gameplay experience. I mean, I I still play games that don't have spaceships occasionally too. Like I, the Farm Sim just came out with a new uh, DLC, so I was playing that yesterday. Like the Farm Sim just came out with this whole new seed pack, man! It was crazy. That's, literally what it is they they have carrot seed packs now <laughs> so i have to do some carrot planting when you are so bored that you will virtually plant carrots i don't know why you think that's boring it's it's actually pretty awesome have I you can, never been to a farm mm, i'm sure at some point uh-huh i mean not a huge working well, farm i mean my buddy moved from the area that you know, in the suburbs where we lived out another 20 minutes south and lived on a farm like once uh, high school hit and I went out there. But I mean, it was just a family farm, not like, uh, you know, not, not like something that had millions of acres or anything. But, you know, there were chickens and there were animals around and, you know, these kind of things. That would be a farm. A lot of cats and a lot of allergens. A lot of cats. Yeah, they had cats. I mean, I guess it helped with the mice problem. Huh. Ooh, the merchant man's up to 650. The merchant man is up to 650. Nobody, including me, understood what that meant. Has somebody been triggered? Uh, that's a ship name. Now, are these, do these ships rise in price as more people buy them? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, so it's so a the Ponzi scheme. Buy them early and then sell them later. Ponzi scheme. No, pyramid business. Pyramid scheme. Ponzi scheme. <laughs> There's no Ponzi here. It's just business. Business. 
totally legitimate business transaction. It's completely. Oh, here it is. I found the one I was looking for. When Gene spends $25,000 on virtual spaceships and then writes totally legitimate business transaction on his tax form. Uh, that is literally true because <laughs> since I both buy and sell these, I am just a trader. I'm a speculator. Yeah. I, I am just, not a crazy gamer. I am just a speculator. I don't even play the game. I just buy ships and sell them. I believe there would be people that do that. There are people that do that. And honestly, it's that part of the game is more fun anyway. The buying and selling. Mm -hmm. Seeing if you can one up somebody. It's like all collectibles, really. So you want to buy them low, sell them high. Get that. And I always have a different, you know, it's hard to, there's something to be said for the old uh, Latin caveat emptor let the buyer beware there's also something now Mm -hmm. let the seller beware really Mm -hmm. because i'm always torn how i feel about things when it's like okay somebody died and somebody sell you know it's an estate sale or they're having a garage sale Mm -hmm. and they sell an item for like a dollar that turns out being worth Mm -hmm. you know a million never happens Mm, maybe not to that extreme but people sell things for nothing that are worth something a decent amount. And it's like, do you feel bad if that happens to somebody? You know, they well, didn't I feel good if it happens to me buying it. Right. Well, that's it. That's it. It's like if somebody's and there are items, I can see that being where people would never look them up like, and you can check your uh, bingo card. If you didn't earlier, the Taylor Swift vinyl mm-hmm. that any reasonable person who was unaware would be like, well, okay, this is worth, you know, 20, 30 bucks max. Cause that's a final record. And don't know that they're selling for a thousand or $2,000 because people are crazy mm-hmm. that I can see happening less now. I mean, I don't know if anybody pulls out of their garage or, you know, grandpa died and left you a bunch of comic books and baseball cards. If you put out a bunch of Mickey Mantle cards and are like a quarter, well then you mm-hmm. deserve it because you should realize that those things are worth money. Yeah. But there are things where it's like, it might just fly right under the radar. Like I didn't realize this is a, you know, painting by an artist that became famous, but I didn't know who it was that I can Mm -hmm. see happening. And I don't know if I feel bad for the people that sell the stuff and then find that it was worth a ton of money. And you see this on the shows that deal with these kind of transactions. I remember a few, with uh american pickers i'm not sure that's even around anymore where they went in garage pickers the right the american pickers Mm -hmm. frank fritz and uh and the other guy mike wolf okay and frank fritz you you never see it's on the uh history channel or something the same one pawn stars is on Mm. and i think they went for like 20 years they may still be around they had a store in iowa and then they bought a store in nashville Mm. but there were a couple of times that they bought an item from somebody and found out it was worth a ton of money and actually like went back and gave the people more money for mm-hmm. it. And if, although we know it's all fake on pawn stars mm-hmm. that uh, there have been times where it's like somebody comes in and be like, I want to sell this. Well, how much do you want for it? A thousand dollars. Well, I know it's worth at least a hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, it's like, you don't want to, if you're a buyer, there is a certain amount of the, profit. The fake- pawn stars one where uh where what's the chick from friends uh 
Jennifer Aniston? Yeah, her. Where she came in to sell an Oscar? No, that's yeah. so. It's just a that was that was a hilarious one. Like, how much for this? Who are you? And why? Yeah, are you yeah, that's this? exactly what it was. It's like, yeah, well, so you know, what'd you get this one? He's like, well, I, I actually want it. You want it for what? <laughs> you know, and the, the so the the pawn guy was played by the uh, the Breaking Bad guy, the old one or the young one, the old one, Brian Cranston. Yeah, yeah. So Brian Cranston was like the old curmudgeonly pawn shop owner which he is really good at he is pretty good he's a total idiot if you actually watch like non-scripted things he does he's a socialist yeah but he's from the area here i think of the chicago area that makes sense that's what we breed here but as far as yeah something there but as far as the characters that he plays there he's fully committed he's he's very good at portraying that character and he's like who are you although to be fair jennifer aniston now after mm-hmm. all of the Botox or other work that she's had yeah, done. Not, not nearly as good. It does not look like the same person. No, but she, I think, looks better than other people that have done all the work that she's had done. But she definitely doesn't look the way she looked before the work. And I think I, you know, I'm a big fan of just aging. Like, I think people should just. I enjoy getting older too. aging. Geez. What? I enjoy getting older too. I'm not talking about you. I'm I'm talking about people. <laughs> oh, sorry. And and so this whole crazy notion of trying to stay young by well, not even stay, well, you, yeah, look I think they young. want to stay young, but what they achieve is looking plastic. Yes, not real. Yeah. This is not like, well, you know, you could look young forever. It's like, no, you can. One of the best movies that you've never seen, Brazil, uh, talked about that back 30 years ago. And this this sort of rich person uh, drive to de-age. Which anyway, I was at the event I was at, there was definitely a, a few people that were into that stuff. Sorry, a, just popping some pills here to live forever. I know exactly. There was a few doctors that specialize in that. In fact, uh, one of the my potential clients I'm trying to get is the company that does that kind of stuff. So, so you never know. Maybe after I, if I end up working with them, uh, maybe I'll all of a sudden get a black beard again because I've gotten younger. Well, yeah, you're going to the whole. You're making a Benjamin Button just go in the opposite direction. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, supposedly when you inject uh, like children's blood. It makes you younger. I don't know. Well, I guess we'll find out. You're like, well, if we can just take newer stuff and put it inside mm-hmm. of you, then mm-hmm. it'll have yeah. that effect. Because you are what you eat. Hillary Clinton has proven that. So, you know. Buzzard cheats a lots of buzzards. <laughs> buzzards. Buzzard meat. Buzzard meat. She looks uh-huh. just like the buzzards from those old cartoons. <laughs> she kind of does, doesn't uh-huh. she? Uh-huh. Yeah. Heckle and Jekyll, right? Was that the old buzzards? Oh, yeah. I remember that. Kind of yeah. sounds like it when she talks, too, when Old you think school. about it. Yeah, for sure. See, Alex Jones has a new game out. Alex Jones is putting games out? Is it? Does he have spaceships? I think that is a no. Can you, buy, can you buy silver and boner pills from uh, the Alex Jones it's company? Not, no, it's not boner pills. It's Alex Jones game. Wait, you can be Alex Jones in the game? Uh, I think so. I don't know. Let's, that. let's find out. There it is. 
There's a lot of there's a lot and of fantasies. New people World Order Wars out. with Alex Jones. It's a real game that you can buy for real money. Well, if it's got real money involved, then we I know it's good. I pity the fool that doesn't buy this game. It's so got wait, they're doing a Mr. T thing and mixed it in with the Alex Jones. Mis- it's got Mr. T. It's got Donald Trump in there. Oh, nice. Uh, it has the the villains are George Soros and uh, you know Hillary Clinton. It sounds like real suspect. life. It, it's a real game, man. And it, it for people that can't see the visuals that I'm showing right now, it's the new game of life, which is my which is nobody. When I can see visuals, uh, where can I see them? It looks. Just go to alexjonesgame.com. Oh, because I didn't even know. I, I didn't have that window open with the. Uh, Squadcast. So now I'm seeing things. Yeah. And it yeah, is- and it, it it's since you guys can't see it on the podcast, the, it you play it similar to Donkey Kong or any it's a side scroller. Oh, do so the well, Donkey Kong line. wasn't a side scroller. They went up in Donkey Kong, just to be fair. Okay, fine. Fine. But it like, was what you're talking about is like Pitfall. That was the first game there that did go. this Pitfall that I remember. Pitfall was a side scroller. You're right. Uh-huh. That's a good call. Yeah. Look at you knowing video games. Dude, I used to play video games back when so I could So you can see. buy it right now on sale for seventeen seventy six. Well, that's very patriotic. Uh-huh. And Alex is the main character, and he does the voice. Pitfall used so, to be so infuriating back Alex in the day. Alex is struggling right now. Uh, they are trying to shut down InfoWars. Well, they have been trying for a long time. Well, he's out of money now. Well, that makes it tougher. So. So he's looking for a donation, sort of like I am. Come uh, on, man. Give me some money. He's yeah. He needs to get $8 million by the end of the year. Well, that's way more than we need. So just give it to us instead. Mm-hmm. And at least we'll be okay. We don't really care about Alex. He had a good run. Hey, now we he, care about Alex. He's he, a had, he had a good run. He needs to come up yeah. with a new concept. Hmm. Zeus MK. Okay, now we're back in spaceships. Now I can see what's going on here. $135, $150. Why are there different prices on this? Well, they're all different. Oh, well, I mean, that I see, but I guess different options. Different ships, different. Yeah, a Star Citizen, uh, which is the game we were originally talking about, the, they have, I think, over 200 flyable ships now and like 300. Wait total do they have so they have ships that aren't flyable what's that all about <laughs> i'm like buying yes. a car that i can't drive correct. is this what that it's is, like that is correct so i'll give you an, an, an example of a non-flyable ship and that's basically what a non-flyable ship is is a, for ship a that hasn't cabin? been released yet oh but it's still for sale i thought so, it was like a stabbing cabin so like, you know, like I the merchant buy a man VW. right here the merchant man is a ship that has not yet been released so it's non-flyable uh and uh, it's six hundred and fifty dollars <laughs> do they show in, you how many people have purchased these i mean i see like uh, a zero percent underneath is that like what kind of stock is left or oh uh, yeah, yeah 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 some of them are the limited stock as well yeah this one isn't this one's available but it, it's um uh they don't tell you how many have bought but there are certainly some statistics when it comes to money that they're making those lines seem to be getting longer. So total raised uh, $624 million. <laughs> So this is what they're doing to fund the game is uh-huh. that they come uh-huh. out with new items that you can then purchase to use right. in the game. Yeah, which they won't actually make for years. Well, we could do that. Well, could we? 
because it's a pretty good racket if you can do it. I'm telling you right now. I mean, I've got all the financials right here. This is like I said, this is the fun part of the game for me. Watching the right financials <laughs> and how they're doing. Uh-huh. You're doing it's, it wrong. Uh, then, Gene. Market manipulations and, uh, you know, totally legitimate things. Totally legitimate ways. They move people's money from their wallets into their wallets. That's right. Yeah, absolutely we're not happy until you're well, you not could happy see, you could see in 2023 they are quite a bit behind where they were in 2024 but so they've got well this is the big black friday sale going it is on. they've got two and a half months to make this big red thing so so this right here uh this uh four million this red box that i'm looking at that nobody can see other than you is four million that was today they made $4 million today. So far today in the last 36 minutes. Let's see. We've been doing a podcast for 36 minutes. Have we made less or more than $4 million? Let me look at the numbers. Yeah, that's a good question. Less. Less. It less, turns out less. Really? Yeah. Mm. We're mm. in the wrong business. <laughs> yeah. Apparently. Do we have to just produce a virtual podcast that nobody can actually listen to for 20 I think years? What we need to do is maybe sell podcasts that we haven't yet released. Yes. That's a great idea. I know, right? DigiGuru would totally be in to buy in some of those. Yeah. Is that a thing? I think so. Cool. It would be if we said it was. Yeah. So this is my ships that are, I own that I'm scrolling through. Wait, that is, this is your my uh, inventory. My garage. Yeah. Yes, yeah, you can see I'm an admiral. Definitely. Admiral fucking A is what it is. Uh, <laughs> admiral fucking A. Right here yeah, on uh, the Unrelenting Podcast. Gene has more mm-hmm. spaceships than um, God. Well, I was going to say, uh, though, that is probably true. But although God could just <laughs> he could strike you down. Uh, but you do have uh, you have more spaceships than I have Taylor Swift vinyl records. And Ooh, I know now that's saying something. The vinyl records are cheaper than the these are all investments. Too. These are all technically investments. And uh, you have yeah. like six or five of this one uh, type. So this is, again, mm-hmm. in the hopes that one day people it, will want to buy those in the hopes that someday they'll make it. And then someday after they make it, people will want to fly it. And they can't just reproduce and make another billion of those. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But the price will be higher. It is all economics, kids. That's what you come to unrelenting to learn. That's right. That's where we teach the kids to have a career. We teach you about the capitalist system. Which is the things that are enjoyed are funded. Mm -hmm. Money gets Mm -hmm. to them, whether it is your favorite restaurant, whether it's your favorite musician, whether it's your favorite video game. It's all the same thing. Let me ask you a question. Uh, What flavor ice cream do you like? Well, you've got me hooked on and I haven't had it in uh, a few months, but the Haagen-Dazs coffee is really good. Okay. You that unfortunately that is the truth. And that breaks the joke because that's the same one that I like. God damn it. Okay. Okay. So pretend you like a different flavor. Okay. I like Rocky Road. Ah, Rocky Road. I can't believe you're such an anti-Semite. <laughs> Wait, did the, is it because the road's rocky and it's been bombed in Gaza? No, no. It's because re- the, the, represents- joke is, the joke is, that, that, and it's not my joke. I heard it, but it's basically that, that all it takes for somebody to call you an anti-Semite right now is to disagree with them on what flavor ice cream do you like? Yes. How dare you? Uh-huh. How dare I mean, you not clearly, be in lockstep? Yeah. Yeah. That's just, that's very anti-Semitic to uh, like a different flavor ice cream. Then. But then you broke the joke by liking the same flavor that I do. 
Right, because before that, I mean, before we had the Hagen Dazs talk, I'd have probably mm-hmm. just been like, I don't know, I just have you know chocolate or something. And- yeah, but it's, it's a, that coffee's so good. I know. It's like <laughs> which is why you can't buy it regularly. It's just I know. Like, nope, I know. Not going to do you, it. Ed, this is the other amazing thing about it is it, there's only five ingredients in there. That's it, and it tastes and it good. Tastes better than just about any other ice cream. Well, because and, you don't it, want it to be over-processed. No. Back in the day when they were making ice cream, I mean, you know, you poured mm-hmm. in, like, you know, cream and sugar. That's... Yeah, well, that's two of them. Cream, sugar, coffee, uh A little eggs. vanilla or something in there? Nope, no vanilla. Nothing, nothing in and there. milk. Milk, that's there it. you go. It's that combination, and that's all it is. And I've made a homemade version of that, and it did not taste as good. But the homemade version I made with heavy cream and uh, espresso. Ooh. Um, and, you know, just kind of did things by uh, trial and error. But it was good. But it wasn't as tasty as the Hagen Dazs. Yeah, the uh, ratios are important. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the hard thing. To, I guess if you experiment enough times, you might be able to come up with it. But it's not. Uh, it's not like they tell you what the ratios are in the and it's the side great to throw in the caffeine with the ice cream because otherwise you're like mm-hmm. you have the ice cream and you're like oh i'm kind of i'm I'm gonna have that sugar and then that's gonna crack no caffeine boom yeah although yeah. you might have a caffeine and sugar crash at the same time then you that may be definitely a thing that could happen explain the items that are loners and not in your hangar here uh, oh, just, still looking at my screen yeah i'm like well, yeah, the so, point the, I the, see, so it's so like the these loners, are things you don't own yeah the loners are ships that they give you until they make the ship they haven't made yet oh so it's like if you take your car into the shop and they're like yeah it, that's exactly what it is. it's a loner hey take this one gene yeah yeah it's like your your big 650 dollars ships not ma- manufactured yet so we're we're gonna just give you one of these things, and uh, or well, I don't know if any of these have any. In- yeah, so we'll give you like one of these for two hundred bucks while you're waiting for your six hundred dollar one. What um, is so- insurance? <laughs> it makes oh, you would- great. You're really <laughs> digging into the game. So insurance is for in game. So essentially, as you can imagine, it's a space game. It's a multiplayer game, and part of the game is shooting each other. Oh, people are trying to kill you in the game. Yeah, people are trying to kill you. You're trying to kill just other like people. real life. It's like real life. So at that certain point, your ship will blow up. And if you would like to not have to buy another ship, then you need insurance. At a certain point, your ship will blow up. This is very much like life. It is life. It's just you know virtual. Which maybe is better. Yeah. Now, so you're very it, into it, this right now. I just want to double check, make sure <laughs> your your health is okay. Did you order your groceries for the week? Uh, you- don't need to. I actually stopped by the grocery store uh, two days ago when I came back from my conference. You went into a grocery store. I know. I know. I had to put on triple masks just in case because I, I wouldn't want to breathe the, that same air. And it I didn't do it do because with, of COVID. You're like, no, nothing to do with COVID. Right. It's just the people in the grocery uh-huh, store. You're uh-huh, like, pretty uh-huh. much. I don't want to breathe something somebody exhaled. That would make sense. No. But uh, yeah, picked up some more some more tea and 
I mean, do you need do you to have things? a whole cart when you go just for the iced tea and that you just drag that along with no, everything else? You can't carry that much iced tea. No, I, I will. I never pick up more than 15 uh, things of tea, which is like 22 and a half you know, liters. Has anybody else ever bought 15 bottles of iced tea on a grocery? Not a single serve. Anybody buy 15 of the large, whatever they are. Not quite they're, a gallon, right? They're probably they're like one and a half liter bottles. Has anybody ever done that in one trip? I need to order another one of the glass jars so I can have the constant mm-hmm. one iced tea brewing. So when because there's nothing mm-hmm. worse than like the wife will get down to like there's less than a glass left, oh, and then yeah. you're like, that well, sucks. now I have to wait hours for the next batch so to be ready. When you when you're brewing it in your fridge, you are doing it in your fridge, right? Correct. Yeah. Do you take out the um, tea bags at a certain point or do you leave them in there leave them in but i mean so your so your your consistency of the tea your strength of the tea varies depending on the when you drink it out of there it may get a little stronger at the end although not yeah, much it because should. it's usually within it's gone within a day so this, oh, okay you yeah. know it's not like it's sitting in there for days so it's, it's like a gallon jug yeah about there a mm-hmm. little less now, if you had two of those, then we'd always have one ready. Yeah, rotate them. Yeah, yeah. You got to oh, do I the bought rotate. A, uh, I bought a new freezer. Well, th- why wouldn't you? <laughs> now you can't put virtual spaceships in them, but you uh, can. No, I could put real rabbits in it, though. Yeah, I was. I saw there was a commercial the other day. Must have been during the Blackhawk hockey game. One of these places, mm. like, oh, you get a a garage ready freezer, for like mm-hmm. three hundred bucks. I'm like, oh, that's mm-hmm. not bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just always wonder if it's good and for free these. delivery. That was the best part. Oh, that's not bad at all. Yeah. But with as cold as it gets in Chicago, I always wondered. I mean, even though I know it's a freezer and I understand yeah. what it's doing, but and I also understand that in our garage in the summer, like you would have there, it's in the hundred plus. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, is this something that's is that a good place to put a freezer? I mean, I know I could probably put one in the basement, find a Yeah. Place. I mean, it's gonna certainly suck a little bit of juice, but the reality is you're well in my case uh, for sure with the garage freezer i'm gonna open it only when i need to feed the snake which is means it's like it's almost never gonna get open during the week just maybe once a weekend or once every other weekend and so you're not letting out the cool well you're not letting in the heat i should say right and so it's not gonna be that i mean it's really it's like a it's got better insulation than a cooler and you can in a decent cooler you can leave a piece of ice in there for three days i just wondered how long it actually lasts in that kind of environment being it's an extreme temperature 10 years (laughs) dsb's got a new uh it's pointed out by sir bemrose in the troll room available at trollroom.io he liked our bit about the uh, only accepting being arrogant podcasters. And we, <laughs> we, we both uh, look like butterball turkeys. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. We're like each 8,000 pounds. Oh, nice. 8,000 pounds. Thank you, CSB. We will get you back. Mm-hmm. We will get you so back. So all he has to do is just post that cartoon along with the donation, and then we will talk about it. For some reason, I mean, we know this is uh, AI art, but if each of us have uh, like two microphones or wait, I think I have three. Mm-hmm. 
you have one that's just like on your belly. So I don't know if there's something <laughs> going on there where that's that's important. You got to do better, CSB. You got to you got to get rid of those excess microphones. You can do better. And Gene and I are never sitting at a table across from each other. No, no, we pretend to be. It's just virtual, like his spaceships. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, but thank you, CSB, for uh, taking what we've got and putting it into art so quickly. Well, what? How were we talking about turkeys? What did <laughs> we, we put into art? We, well, the, we, that we were talking about only accepting donations over a certain amount if we were right. going to read things. The arrogance of podcasters. It's like we were kidding, CSB. Humor, my friend. It doesn't translate to uh, Polish, I guess. You can play that game. Can we? Mm-hmm. We can. I can. I can make AI art. Yeah. Hell yeah. Of Pomeranian dog. Yeah. Let's let's make an art piece of uh, a Pomeranian instead of a turkey on the table. Ooh. At Thanksgiving. Yeah. That. Uh-huh. Would you really want to carve up a good Pomeranian? Oh man, I hear they're tasty. Tasty little pups. Uh huh. We have our turkey ordered for thanksgiving <laughs> we don't make our own stuff we just pick them up i man. gotta i gotta yeah i gotta share this this is too funny I am. does anybody actually cook on thanksgiving uh sure why not I'm sure they do it's a polish turkey a polish turkey <laughs> well that's a very nice vest that turkey's wearing isn't it <laughs> i'm gonna post this right now live as we're recording the podcast on uh no agenda social so that everybody else can laugh along with us so now you'll know if you're listening to this not live does yeah any, does anybody listen not live uh-huh i'm not sure well you shouldn't have the stats to know who doesn't listen live now we do have uh i mean as long as we're talking about donations we do have a donation to acknowledge today oh okay cool this is yet another episode of unrelenting and there have been quite a few Mm-hmm. brought to you by dale from down under comes in again with 10348 wow look at that and dale, always, you're the man he always has a note like don't share with gene okay nice he's dale, like dale no. you're not the man <laughs> he's like i don't say that yeah but gene doesn't know see that's the beauty uh-huh. Uh-huh. he says comrades wait how many how much of his donation 103 dollars and 48 cents no, you read that wrong, dude. That's not $103. Oh, how many Satoshis is it? That is 288,045 Satoshis. Woo! That's what a real donation looks like. That is over a quarter million Satoshis, boys That's and over girls. a quarter million Satoshis. Damn straight. That is quite awesome. Mm-hmm. See? CCSB, you see why we talk about all those little Satoshis? You see yeah. why? Because Dale... Little- Coming in with over a quarter million or right about it's moving around. There's this, let's see, what is uh, Bitcoin doing today? Looks like it's up a little bit. I noticed no, it's that down, it's down, uh, it's down. I'll tell you, it's down 2,400 Satoshis. The uh, the Sheba coin that I bought like a year, Dude, no year one cares ago. about your shit coins. I know, I don't, but it was, I bought it at 50 bucks and I was expecting it to go to zero. Mm hmm. And then it went to a hundred and then it went down to like 30 and now it's back at $49 and 30 cents. So it really nice. Just doesn't, it's just a good place to hide money, I guess, because it's been fairly stable, but uh, the well, note here, the only way Alex Jones has been paying his bills <laughs> by with Bitcoin. Yeah. Apparently someone donated $8 million worth of Bitcoin to him. Oh, 
No, we could use that. If somebody has $8 million yeah, we could. in Bitcoin, we could keep this show going. You know what? If somebody sent us $8 million mm-hmm. in Bitcoin or any other funds. Yeah, we'd probably end the show is what would happen. No, we'd make it a daily show uh, for $8 million for at least a year. For $8 million, I would take that money and run. Which <laughs> Gene would never be heard from again. Nope. I'm like on a virtual a, spaceship. I've achieved what I set out to achieve. I am done. Be like, this is value for value. And this was the conversation that our buddy Progo tried to engage CSB with, which is do not donate to shows for what you're going to get in the future. Mm-hmm. Donate for what you have gotten in the past. Meaning if you donate for mm-hmm. to a show and then it never does a show ever again, you're not like, oh, I didn't get what I paid for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you want to donate for the joy that you have gotten in the past and the hope perhaps of what you'll get in the future. But it's not yeah. a, you know, you don't want it to be a business thing. You don't want to be like, here, I'll give you a money if you just read this. Just enjoy that you're helping those shows along, CSB. And it's a bonus. It's a bonus when the notes get read. I mean, now when Dale sends in his 200. And, oh, yeah. No, we'll always talk about Dale. Then we have the, I mean, I'm like, I remember there was something on the last show that we mentioned a story or something about Australia. And I'm like, Dale, what's going on? And then all of a sudden, here he is again. Mm hmm comrades what a time to be alive i mean he doesn't even know about the black friday sale on the virtual spaceships he might he might be in the loop he might he'd be like gene here's more money to feed your insane desire to own every piece of a video game that's never coming out (laughs) i know right we've gone back 20 years he says frazier and seinfeld back now, Frazier is back, yes, and Seinfeld being teased back. Really? Yeah, I don't know how that's going to run. Team America World Police just released a cinema. Now, is that maybe he's talking about we're going back 20 years <clears throat> in time. Oh, well, I mean, I think it, it is a good time to have theaters playing Team America World Police. That's That it totally could, makes sense. It could run side by side with the Taylor Swift concert film and see which fans make more noise. Mm-hmm. That was the problem that some of these movie theaters were having with the Taylor Swift running next to other movies, you know, theaters, like, oh. uh, because, you know, loud, hmm. like nothing worse. So you're probably sitting there. If you go to a movie, maybe you take your lady, you're going to see a nice little romantic comedy. And then all you just hear is <laughs> can't even hear the sound. You can't even mm-hmm. hear what they're saying mm-hmm. in your movie. He says, uh, Team America World Police just released a cinema. Fuck yeah. Badass to fat ass and back again. Well, I don't know which part we're at now. According, yeah, to, what CS- do you mean? According to CSB, we are totally in fat ass right now. We need mm-hmm. to go back to badass. My journey, Gene Nevtudliev, illustrated by CSB. It's unrelenting. Oh my, see, Dale may be from the future because that's literally what his note says really badass to fat ass and back again my journey gene and nev illustrated by csb it's unrelenting wow now you're worrying us dale you are like <clears throat> yeah man a time traveler mm-hmm. how do you know that gene's life is being illustrated by csb and who else would you choose to illustrate your life when it comes down to it hmm. maybe anybody else but thank Who's you like- dale we appreciate that. And then, uh, I mean, we had that boostagram from uh, CSB, but it's only 10,000 Satoshis. How many was, yes, uh, that's how many was Dale's? Like 288,000. 
damn CSB. I mean, you are being outshone, my friend. Mm-hmm. But he is consistent. I mean, I'll give CSB that. And he says, howdy, Gene and Darren. I liked in the message that he sent over to Curry and the Keeper that the show mm-hmm. that two good old boys is from two Texans, although one's not a Texan. <laughs> I know. I know you mentioned that. Yeah. One Texan and one Russian from Minneapolis, St. <laughs> Paul area. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what you should have, CSB. Put that in the next one. Please invite your listeners to visit my cartoon blog at www.csb.lol. Yeah, everybody knows www.csb.lol is where you go for the lol, CSB. And you can follow CSB on Twitter slash X. No, it's just X at CSB. Three letters, C, S, and B. He'll follow back so you will not only get to see the cartoons where he makes us look like total fat slobs with 18 microphones, you will be able to get all of the CSB cartoons and he will follow you back. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, just imagine you could tell your friends like CSB follows me. I mean, I don't have, I don't think there was anybody on, on Twitter that I was ever like, dude, I got to follow from except maybe JCD and, and the pod father back. It, that was like, that's awesome. You got them to follow you. Yeah. Jesus. They don't follow you. No. Well, there's a reason for that. I mean, they've seen I your posts too they, much. They've seen your posts. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yo, CSB, do some more good artwork, though. I mean, maybe you can slim us down a little. I did 30 minutes on the bike already this morning. Did you? Yeah. And the, of course, the little, uh, what's well, not little, but the recumbent bike, which was totally quiet for the first like month and a half, two months, whatever I've had this. All of a sudden, I was like, Mm-hmm. when you when you pedal the thing so wow i know i'm gonna need a uh gonna need a recommendation i'll probably have to bite the bullet at some point but <laughs> nice artwork bob moraney and wearing a turkey <laughs> costume nice uh-huh. but at some yeah. point i'll probably have to get one of those you know like the recumbent bikes that you, when you go into a nice gym you know a nice workout place probably need to get a professional kind of a unit so it doesn't fall apart after like a year or two of use that's what she said exactly i fell apart <laughs> years ago yes yes she needs a professional unit and have one you, that doesn't fall apart after a year have you seen adriana lima i mean it might fall oh apart yeah now. i know right yeah, yeah exactly I mean, it used to just work fine and now you look at her and you're like now i can see why maybe the unit's having some issues <laughs> But thank you, Dale. And thank you, CSB, for your boost. If anybody wants to boost, you know how to do it. Newpodcastapps.com. If you want to be like Dale, if you want to help support this show, and you should if you're listening, value for value, unrelenting.show is the place you need to go for all of the information. Mm-hmm. A Pomeranian a- in a turkey costume. That well, is, it is it is festive. It's seasonal. It is adorable, which uh, it was just through the Bing image creator, huh? Uh-huh. Yep. dolly yeah i'm amazed at how good dolly. these things are getting how quickly they're getting gooder <laughs> they're getting gooder there you go <laughs> you heard it here on the good old boys uh-huh. podcast they're getting hell gooder. yeah they're getting gooder at what they do let me tell you what that's uh-huh. right boy mm-hmm. 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 the photorealism is the scariest part oh yeah that turkey looked really good and I can say that we know without a doubt 
presidential election now this next year is going to be filled with as much as you can stand fake video fake audio oh, fake images off the charts people are not <clears throat> everyone's know. default position ought to be that well that's got to be fake yes oh now here's a good boost our buddy omega project with thirty three thousand three hundred and thirty three satoshis mm-hmm. when does the csb hour end <laughs> yeah right exactly people are getting tired of it yeah yeah well they don't realize in the back end he's ending us real money not just these pathetically small sat donations right this is all just csb is not even sending us money oh oh, we're almost up top the hour so it means we can stop talking about him oh so we there's the hour of uh this is the The csb hour yeah the advertisement Uh hour the next hour brought to you by omega project and dale from down under unrelenting by gina spaceship now, can somebody buy one of these and send them to you? Yes. This is even better. It's a thing. You, you can do it, but, do you have a wish but list? don't do that because I have all of them. It's, just, it's like Amazon. You can just have your own wish list. Yeah. It's awesome. Get that wish list out there. But, mm-hmm. I mean, if you, want a, if you want Gene to buy you a spaceship, then that's mm-hmm. an even better way to go. But that 33333 right now is $12. I remember when that was like way last. I mean, granted, I understand this is Bitcoin went from what sixteen to what is it now? Like thirty thirty five nine nine seven. Damn. I mean, that's why everybody says to hold, hold, hey, hold. CSB, it's under thirty six. You better buy some. Oh yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> uh, that's too funny. That's why I got yeah. A I uh, gift card. I still had plenty that I bought it at like fifty thousand. So. You know, I, I but I also bought a bunch of twenty something. So it evils evens itself out. Yeah, it evens itself out. It's just I I was not smart enough to buy any at like ten dollars. Oh right, because then we would never have to do anything. Uh huh. Because then I wouldn't be podcasting. Because you know, podcasting is the best way to make money. It is really. Mm-hmm. It says for eight million dollars, Gene would for lazy with, people with Brian Brushwood and never be seen again. That's what Digi Guru says. I think. Uh-huh. I don't think Brian's quite his type, but oh uh, uh, no, no. Well, I, you know, Brian has a drinking problem. Which kind? Like too much iced tea? Yeah, too much iced tea drinking. No, no, he's he's fun to hang out with. The guy's memory is non-existent. Like he does not remember diddly squat. That's not good for a magician who eats fire. <laughs> well, he, thankfully, he doesn't <laughs> do that anymore. You don't want to forget the technique yeah. while you're sticking the fire. Into I think your he's mouth. fully transitioned from being a magician to being a uh, store operator, media guy, a salesman. Yeah, he's a good salesman. Yeah, no, he is. He's a good salesman. He is. I was hoping I'd catch him actually this week at that event that I was at, but he wasn't there. Did he ever release that second in this? I don't know if it's a series or not, but he did that one audio book for mm-hmm. lack of a better term. And then there's been I, nothing since then. And that really? was pretty good. Yeah. Because last time I talked to him, he was working on the second one. Because the first one was pretty good. It was an interesting mm-hmm. story. And I liked yeah. that. I mean, the wife listened to a lot of audiobooks, mm. And I'm always still in the mindset that an audiobook is nothing more than somebody reading word for word what's in the book and nothing else. And a lot of them have moved on from that with some sound effects uh you know maybe a little 
mood music in the background. That's not really an audiobook then. I mean, that's that's more of a radio teleplay. It's a right when, especially when you get to be into a like full group of people, a full ensemble Mm -hmm. cast doing all the different voices. Although I like the idea of different people doing different voices, which is why you know I'm intrigued by things like the AI, where you can do a narrator that tells the story and then have different voices doing the mm-hmm. the character because there's nothing worse than like a male voice a deep male voice reading a female line right 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 you know so i get wanting to have maybe the the dialogue separated out yeah but some of those yeah they're full-on production yeah most of the ones that i've bought have just been the traditional audiobook kind where it's just one person doing everything um but i mean i'm not opposed to the sort of radio teleplay stuff either they're entertaining that that's what world the world was the original one yes that, uh what's his face did gorson wells that guy yeah good old what's his face we did just get another 3333 boost from csb who says don't talk about me yes. so why are you talking about yes me? why <laughs> don't talk about me yes well, that, my that booster get him is up enough. over the over the threshold of uh ten dollars so he's so good to go now. now here's what i'm kind of curious about i know the normal gene attitude so csb telling you not to talk about him now i could see you either going one one way or the other and one way would be to Who's talk CSB? about to talk about right there's that and then there's nothing but csb for another hour mm-hmm. because he told you not to do something mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but you're like okay now you're dead to me csb yeah i don't know who you're talking about i'm gonna start talking about our brand new friend cbs yeah <laughs> cbs can he you runs- get CBS to send us some money? <laughs> right. They, see, now that would be a donation. CBS. Brought to you by CBS. I don't know CBS. that CBS has the money to donate right now. That, Nobody's watching CBS. Well, that may be true. That's that's a crazy thing. Well, that is when you look at all of these things with the television ratings, and they still have Nielsen and these these things that they try to guesstimate how many people consume. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's nearly impossible to truly figure out the Mm -hmm. numbers if anything is available on streaming it's also really hard because there is piracy and piracy is still a big part of Mm -hmm. what's going on here and it's even it's funny because even when i have had the uh, apple plus which anytime you buy a new apple device you're like here boss have three months six months a year get three months yeah so even when I have Apple Plus, if I'm watching something and I haven't gotten into the third season yet of the morning show because I've heard it sucks from both it Adam totally Curry sucks. and yeah. uh, I, I watched half of it, half the season. It's like okay, the first season was fantastic. Yeah, because it had men in it. Well, and okay, so it was at its dropping off, and the story was good. Mm-hmm. You know, and there was a plot, and there's nothing worse than a television series that has like one or two seasons worth of ideas yeah they hit that story arc and they're like hey we'll give you another five years and they're like okay (laughs) now what do we do i think that's what happened some shows are meant to die it's just stupid it's like this season it was all shit no one cares about like lesbian stuff and not the good kind and uh you know emotions and whose feelings were hurt and then and did somebody like not advance somebody because they were black or a woman or whatever? Who cares? Oh, I so it's care. totally woke. It's deeper than ever in that direction. Yeah. And remember, timeline wise, this season takes place during the height of COVID. Wow. 
because they're always a year behind or a couple of years behind in, in the news cycle. So, you know, Trump is president. Everyone's got Trump derangement syndrome and COVID's full on. Everyone's double masking. Well, see, now that would be a great television show. Everybody has at least three masks on. Uh, you come to Austin. <laughs> That's what it's like. Just walk down the street. And then there's yeah, it's not that bad, but it, the, there are certainly parts where it is exactly that. And uh, you're like, did the mask ever save you in the past? Just curious. Just well, curious. I'm sure all the people that had COVID six times while being double jabbed and triple and masked, masked, right? Uh, they would tell you that that's the only reason they're still alive. Right. Just imagine what it could have been. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like where how it works. Some of the rest of us that, you know theoretically are the highest risk factor uh having diabetes and stuff and, well, and 800, uh, 800 pounds is 800 pounds in diabetes yes, oh i can't exactly. say his name in some guy's art uh-huh and uh that and yet even when i had covid i didn't die really you didn't yeah i know i, I know why I you know, didn't technically die. i think i didn't die because adam brought over a uh ivermectin to me so the magic pack yeah was well, the yeah. Uh, the ivermectin along with whatever mm-hmm. else there was i know there was like a whole magical pack i don't know i just had a picture of a horse on the side of it i don't know what was in there <laughs> well did he have to inject it did he have to give you it suppositorily up the ass is that how these things go no, with horses no, I, have, I have a machine for that oh well that's good you got to keep that machine clean and when Who's i had up? i know i was i was honored that i also he offered one of those packs when i got mm-hmm. the covid and it's like that's nah, just a cold you know and yeah. it was yeah. drink a lot of fluids and I didn't have the ivermectin, of course, but yeah, the vitamin D, the zinc, and the corsetin, and all that seemed to do. And I, I think the interesting thing with the COVID is it's actually the opposite of the flu for better results. Is you, you want to be in an extremely dry environment to dry everything out. I would make so like Arizona that like uh, you'll still catch it but the dry well, you air you might catch it but the uh, the net effect is you know, what happens is your lungs are inflamed and so they start filling with fluid as is usually the case but the lungs are made of semipermeable membranes which means that that fluid can evaporate but if you're sitting in a humid environment it's not going to evaporate Right, which is everybody tells you lungs. if you have a cold or the flu, it's like run yeah. that humidifier. Yeah, and it's it's the uh, and it's it's probably good advice for the actual flu, but for COVID, um, I was doing the opposite. I was running the dehumidifier, and that was definitely, uh, I think, accelerating the speed of my uh, lungs drying out. Hey, I'm just surprised that I still it's just have- like carpet lungs carpet same difference exactly. This is not medical advice. Please do not use the advice you got from the unrelenting show. Yes, to no medical or legal advice offered here. Make medical decisions. But I'm surprised. I've been taking since the tooth infection when I had that earache, however many weeks ago that was. Every 12 hours, I've been taking Mucinex, and I still have mm. some congestion. So, although I the pain in the tooth never came back, so there's... Oh, that's good. That's, good. That, that's a good sign. And I think I mentioned the doctor's like, no, you could take the Mucinex all you want. They give it to pregnant people, women that um, want to become pregnant. Mm-hmm. It's one of those off-label uses. And it's like, that's interesting. Hmm. He's like, well, it helps your, you know, all the mucus kind of be more free flowing or something. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay. But getting back to the Apple Plus, it's like, I 
when I see shows that I want to watch, even if I have the service, mm-hmm. when I see them on the usual sites where you can download them via, say, torrent, mm-hmm. I still download them. It doesn't matter if I can legally get them. It's, it's way more convenient to be able to go, well, you know, if the Internet's down and I want to watch it, it's better to have it on my own system. Yeah, for sure. There's no doubt about that. More convenient. I mean, but I never rewatch anything. You've never rewatched anything? Not really. That's weird. Mm, is it? I mean, I know there's a lot of content out there. Yeah, exactly. And there's YouTube. So, I mean, yeah. you, have, you have limitless choices. Yeah. There's more new content added to YouTube every day than was created in the first 90 years of content. But the way I look at it is a lot of the new content sucks. So I go back to the old content mm-hmm. and I'm not big into rewatching things over and over again. I mean, I think there are people out there. We we're talking about Jennifer Aniston that watch friends nightly, no matter what. And then, you know, when they get to the end of the series, they go mm-hmm. back to the start and that's their thing. And it's like, I, I dip in and out. Like I've watched mash a few times. But usually you let enough time go by to where when you watch the episode, you you don't necessarily remember 100%. Now, if you're watching an episode, you know what the next line's going to be all the time. Mm-hmm. You may have seen it a little too much. But there are some of the shows, I think, that are worthy of rewatching, as I've mentioned. Watching, uh, especially things you saw as a kid. Because I watch the Bewitched and I Dream of Jeannie way differently at this age than i did when i was like 10 because now you're like genie's way hotter now you gotta watch it for like a whole hour hour and a half and back when you were 12 you could watch it for three minutes right done (laughs) exactly (laughs) now it is an extended thing now you're like oh what's the next episode about yeah let's get to let's go to the next what do you got what do you got what do you got what do you got but some of the old tv was really good it's just they were never meant to be watched in the way we watch them now and the latest one i've been watching and probably almost done because i think i'm like in the fourth season of the rifleman Mm -hmm. is the same people play vastly different characters week to week because it was not something that people noticed it wasn't something people cared about now Mm -hmm. with all these people you know with the superhero shows especially like oh no the continuity we have the it's like, no, it's like the same dude just playing a completely, which is, it is somewhat confusing. I will give you that when, you know, in one episode, the guy that played uh, Oscar Goldman in the $6 million man was mm-hmm. in a couple episodes of the Rifleman. And then like the first time he appeared, he was one of Lucas's, the main characters, Chuck Connors characters, best friends. And then like, you know, a half a season later, he shows up as a totally different person who's not his friend at all mm-hmm. and it's like that's just a little weird but i guess back then people didn't remember or didn't pay that close of attention or maybe the tvs they were small you couldn't even see who was on them now we expect They're, different yeah. things yeah you could have the same actor playing multiple parts than those uh did guru wants to know if you've ever rewatched idiocracy i hear that's a good movie um I probably have, but not like a full sitting, meaning I've, I've watched it obviously. And then I think I've gotten other people to watch it where I'm at their house or something. And then, you know, 
we'll we'll start watching it and then and then eventually they'll be like okay i'll i'll finish it later let's you know do something else or whatever uh so i've probably seen more than one complete version of it in chunks and i think everybody realizes by this point that if i do in fact see idiocracy or have seen it i will never admit to it really that would be the long-running joke because like, you've never watched it oh yeah but you have a ton of good movies you haven't watched really what's what's on my list brazil yeah well i never even heard of that one before you said it was like oh 30 God. years old yeah it's an awesome movie it's is it excellent. better than blame it on rio yes it is better than blame it on rio <laughs> blame it on rio was good only for one thing michael kane and some hot no, chick definitely not michael kane that was the the only movie where um yeah what's her name uh bruce willis's ex-wife demi moore demi moore do me more free boob job oh well that's worthy of every movie down. after that she already had her boob job so you like she this? plays the uh, michael moore's daughter brazil came out in 1985 yeah this does not look familiar really i mean i was 15 when this came out so it might have been just a little little before my time robert mm-hmm. de niro i see is in it mm-hmm. i am betting i can find it where can no, I, I stream it you can stream it for free yeah the first review 10 out of 10 perhaps the greatest of all films uh-huh yes i i have to go and write that real quick for I, you. Be- I do believe it it's like well <laughs> if if this thing said it was uh, must be uh-huh. good must be yeah. good it's very good it's it's a incredible dystopian movie that is coming more and more to life every day. A fifteen million dollar budget. Now imagine what fifteen million mm-hmm. gets you today. This well, from eighty five, barely it's about four x. So it's million. really more like two hundred million of today's money. You said four x. Yeah, or sixty million. I was going to say. Money. Yeah. I can see how you get so many spaceships, Gene. <laughs> yeah. You're like it's a great deal. It's an awesome deal, man. It grossed under 10 million worldwide so they yeah, lost they totally lost money on it yeah they lost some money but it's a classic but it made movie. it all back in the reruns as a lot of them will we'll go to just watch just watch.com is that mm-hmm. something you use no it is a site that you can type in whatever you want uh-huh and it will tell you where you can stream it huh okay now the only place it's not available for free anywhere but it is available on apple tv plus oh okay well there you go if you have apple tv plus but i'm guessing there's also a way to you know find the movie and i wouldn't know and then download it just you know to have it yeah and that that was definitely one of the movies i used to have on my server before it died 3333 just came in from anonymous with the note why just because well thank you anonymous yeah what's uh who's anonymous i don't know it just says anonymous oh okay so i don't know and that's who's that'll work gene's like who's anonymous it's like um you know the guy anonymous that you the actual anonymous that's pretty impressive yeah i did see about last night uh, did you grew that was what cusack right or was that uh also when uh demi moore pre he says uh Oh, was she pre uh, the boob job of that one too? 
I think so. I remember that one about last night. Mm-hmm. That one I remember. But okay, mm-hmm. I'll put Brazil on the list. What else do I have to put on the list? Is there like something? Uh, there's a whole bunch of these movies that you haven't seen. Um, and we we talked about at least like three, four of them. I can't think of them off the top of my head. Uh, but certainly uh, Idiocracy was the big one. I mean, a lot of people say Idiocracy is good. I mean, do I believe them? I don't know. Oh, it's hilarious. It was shot here in Austin. That doesn't sell it. But I mean, it's a Mike Judge thing. So I like Mike yeah. Judge. Mike. Mike yeah he he lived out here i don't think he still does but he used to he's like it got a little too crazy for me it's um yeah i mean there's scenes of like the highways in austin in that movie and stuff i like that he Uh, rebooted beavis and butthead too that was needed in these times these troubling times that we live in now and then yeah you know that's actually something that um uh that uh god i'm I'm sucking with names today man uh, tim pool talked about the other day you forgot the pool boys name? i forgot tim's name yeah oh my goodness is that the gen z is fucked when it comes to music because they're such a small generation they're basically the kids of gen x where gen x was a small generation plus gen x a lot of gen xers didn't have kids like you and i and well, so none, none that we know of uh, well also most of the people i do know never had kids so it's a it's a much smaller generation and so he was talking about how a lot of the bands that he liked when he was young now in their 40s or 50s are getting big venues and they're playing and he said this is going to be a real problem for the zoomers because financially alone it makes little sense to try and have uh performances of their generation of music because somebody puts on a uh you know gets a band in their venue they're going to make a lot more money when it's a band that the millennials like yeah the bigger the crowd the more the money yeah the bigger the crowd the more the money and the millennials as they age up also have a little more disposable cash than they used to and you combine all those factors together and you end up with zoomers being left to you know the scraps it is gonna be a weird thing i mean every generation's a little different and i think the live music scene has greatly changed since i was in high school college and moving on mm-hmm I mean, especially after COVID, because there's a lot of yeah, people that were like, exactly. Well, we're little. I was going to say, I wouldn't even go that far back. When I moved to Austin uh, a little over a decade ago, you couldn't go to a restaurant without having a live band playing. Which I, I mean, it was, it, it was like every place. I, I, this is not exaggerating. I remember when I first moved to Austin, I could drive from my place and not very even going very far, going to like Adam's house. Uh, and I would hear three or four different live bands playing on that one mile long drive. There's a lot that of bands in Austin. Anymore. There, there are no live music bands in Austin anymore. But I don't understand why they would just 
in restaurants, there have been a few of them around here that did the same thing. And nothing was ever worse than just going in and wanting to have dinner and have a conversation with somebody. And then all of a sudden there's live music. It's like, no, no, too well, loud. It's, it's a little better here because they, they generally performed on the patio. So a party atmosphere. And so you have the patio with the, the music and the band playing and, uh, and then you have the air conditioned indoor area for people that just want to chit chat. Hey, that would be me. The air conditioned area, please. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, you know, I've been to both. It all depends on what mood you're in, but, uh, most places, most bars, restaurants had patios here. And so that's usually where the uh, live music went. This is a great scheme on doubling our Satoshis. Another 3333 from Anonymous who says, hmm, Anonymous is Sir Truck Driver. I wonder why I can't find a place to add my name in Podverse. Huh. Is yeah, that- you should you should probably get a support ticket set up for that. Because there should be. I mean, I know on the web interface of Podverse, it's there. I don't know if you're using a mm-hmm. one of their Home apps. Version. Yeah. yeah, roll your own uh, Android app or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Guru was still on about last night. Rob Lowe and Jim Belushi. Uh, so you're not really selling me there mm-hmm. on the movie. I mean, I yeah, put you're, idiocracy you're up there. Hot babes, not like right dudes. When they used to be hot babes in movies, now no, it's all woke. Mm-hmm. Where they're hot babes and they're woke, and then you're like, that ruins it. I don't need yeah. no hot woke babe. Yeah, like uh, there was a video I'm sure you've seen that was circulating on YouTube's of this kind of tattooed up uh, muscular woman shooting a video in her car, bitching about how no man wants to wife her and how it like she didn't doesn't understand why. But then she looks at the women that are married and like, they don't have tattoos. They look feminine and she's all confused. She's like, doesn't like that. She's been told a lie and it's sad. I mean, I'm, I'm very sad for her because it's like, she's not that bad looking. She's just, you know, you take somebody that's good looking and then you start moving him in the wrong direction. Uh, And this is the thing that, that I think, maybe they don't realize until they're much older is that if you tattoo up your body, you're drastically limiting the pool of people who think you look good. Very true. And if you're a woman and you go beyond being physically fit into the category of weightlifter or bodybuilder, you're again, severely limiting the pool of potential men who think you're attractive. Because the average man does not want to look weaker than the woman he's with. Like she can break me in half. That's just reality. Now, you can certainly have, you know, porn videos of that type of thing that some guys will be into. But just from a practical standpoint, the, if you want to maximize your odds of finding a guy uh, who's a gem, uh, you know, in a, in a sea of rocks, your your best bet is to actually be very generic. Just don't do anything that makes you stand out into a small demographic. And then more guys are going to be interested in you and you may not be interested in them, but at least you'll be able to get those, uh, you know, 
those swipes coming your way instead of going hard into a small niche and then being shocked that there's like no men. Right. Well, this is also the same I mean, thing as it. Yeah, it's true for the other way around too. Same thing for guys. It's just, it would be different things. Like there's, there's guys that, that go overboard on certain characteristics that women just don't find all that interesting, especially not these days. Well, you, you said it right. It's the big lie with guys. Same thing, but it's also going to affect what kind of jobs you can get, no matter what they want to tell mm-hmm. you. Yeah. You could be the best lawyer in the world. If you come in looking like a post Malone, they're going to be like, yeah. Eh. I don't think so. Yeah, exactly. Or it's going to take a very special employer to overlook that. Although now, you know, you're totally transphobic if you won't date a trans woman. That's true. Yeah, that's that. That is the the thing that uh, you keep hearing is that uh, and it's actually where I thought it was the most hilarious was there was this uh, lesbian chick that has a YouTube channel that I watch. I mean, that's not a surprise. I know, right? That's totally not a surprise. Gene's like, there's a lot of YouTube channels out there, uh-huh. but lesbians, well, there's less. Yeah. L- attractive lesbian with the YouTube channel. Gene's like, subscribe. Uh, yeah. Oh, she's not that attractive. Oh, unsubscribe. Uh, I mean, she's, she's all right, but mash, she's not. Don't mash that like button. She's not, she's not like hot or anything. She's just like, you know. So it'll take 30, 40 minutes then. It won't be like instantaneous. It'll <laughs> probably longer to be satiated from the videos yeah probably longer than that uh you'll have to watch a lot of ads but um dude i pay for youtube she uh really kind of dropped out of the whole lgbtq alphabet and just said look i'm just a lesbian period because it it apparently was considered super insulting if a lesbian doesn't want to date a trans woman Ooh, interesting and suck her cock it's like i've never had any interest in sucking cock <laughs> why all of a sudden would i develop an interest in sucking cock just because somebody says that they're now a female and you know there's a lot of these trans women that are lesbian trans women meaning they want to fuck chicks they just want to dress up as chicks too yeah, they, they couldn't get any the other way. So they're we like, used to call that transvestite back when people had a bigger vocabulary. Back when people were going to the Rocky Horror Picture yeah. Show. Oh, yeah. And I, I went to a lot of those. And, uh, you know, it's good fun. And it's, it is like naturally funny to see a grown ass man wearing female clothes. Monty Python made use of that a lot um well and that's the intriguing as Benny thing. Hill. you're right <laughs> well this is the intriguing thing something that had been up until very recently used as comedy now mm-hmm. it's like oh no that's hateful right like how do you make that you know without even having the argument of which way of treating it is correct it's like i just don't understand how you make that cultural change mm-hmm that quickly it it doesn't make any sense although we're seeing a lot more of this even the it's, thing- it's literally like somebody deciding that they're going to start putting on clown makeup every morning right and then being offended that people laugh at them one of the best lines from scrubs you did you ever watch scrubs i did but not religiously it was a pretty good show nice yeah. cast yeah the 
the blonde that was in uh, Roseanne, uh, Sarah Chalk. Mm-hmm. It was attractive back in her younger days, but I mean, like Adriana Lima now, who knows? Yep. But there was one episode where she was getting ready to go out and put on a little bit too much makeup. And she asked uh, Dr. Perry Cox, who was played by the the legendary John McGinty, I think is his last name. Mm. The one from uh, the one from Office Space that he plays the you know guy that came in like, hey, what are you doing? John McGinty, great act, great okay. comic actor. But Sarah Chalk turns to him and she's like, does this makeup make me look like a clown? Mm-hmm. And he says, no, that makeup makes you look like a prostitute who caters only to clowns. <laughs> and I'm like, that was such, I mean, one, the comedic timing was great, but just that great turn of phrase. And it's like, oh, that's just a little bit different. Do I look like a clown? No, but you look like a prostitute that's catering to clowns. Uh-huh. And it's like, damn. So anybody, if anybody ever asks you if their makeup makes them look like a clown, there you go. There's your line. Yeah. And then duck. Duck and run. Duck and run. Dare I ask um, what your what your total is up to so far during this show uh, for money expenditures going to virtual spaceships? Oh, I just bought the one. Just the one. Okay, well, under a yeah, hundred dollars so then. Seventy bucks. That is that is surprisingly low for you. There'll be more released. Oh well, okay, it's right. It's like the Taylor Swift stuff. There'll be more. It, this this event goes on for three weeks. Oh my goodness. Are they mm-hmm. releasing things daily? Do they tell you when? Because that, every other day. I was like when this with the drops, and they're saying that this may be at the same time every day. And I'm like, why? Mm-hmm. It's it's Black Friday month. But why not make it random? Like, and again with these mm-hmm. kind of things, if you have a very low amount of things, that you just I wonder start, if there's like an exchange board for spaceships for Taylor Swift gear. There should be. <laughs> the internet has everything and everything and anything on it. Yeah, totally. You can find it. If somebody has thought about it, you can find it. Huh. Somebody put a corn dog into the Wellington family. That's insane. One more time. <laughs> those were, I understood that those were words. Okay. Do you know what a beef Wellington is? Yes. There's a poster somebody made of the Wellington family. So you have the beef Wellington, the grandfather of the Wellington clan. Then you have the corn dog, the black sheep of the Wellington family nice uh the pigs in the blanket the cool uncle hot pockets the hipster of the wellington family and the pop tart the vegetarian of the wellington family the pop tart i know that's that's really a stretch but the others are probably true it's basically uh cooked meat that's baked inside of a bread yeah they now i'm getting hungry god damn it what should i have for lunch pastry look for your lunch our buddy, sir, truck driver figured it out. He sent in another, I think, 333. But he has his uh, own show now, too, Rolling On. Oh, nice. Nice. It's Rolling On dot show. And I said, Yo. he's just like us, man. I mean, we've got Unrelenting dot show. Yeah. Planet Rage dot show with the show I do with Larry. And I'll like, check it out. I'm I'm up for that. I mean, I don't have a huge amount of time because I'm trying to listen to too many audiobooks. So my podcast listening is kind of curtailed, but I'll check out his show. I just got the audio book, uh, Physical Form, from Bill O'Reilly. Killing oh, the witches. Yeah. I don't listen to them. I mean, I don't. I mean, audiobooks are something, if I had a commute, yeah. I think I would greatly. You do have a commute. It's just you're stationary while you're commuting. Right. I just walk down the stairs. and No, no. You're riding a bike. 
Well, this is true. What and are I have you a doing? TV You're watching YouTube videos, aren't you? I know. I should be listening. Listen to goddamn audiobooks. I, it's different. I like more stimulation to make me forget that I'm riding the bike. Just pretend that it's 10 years later and you're totally blind. Right. Thanks. Thanks for that. That's uh, welcome. Like, here's how you go. He'll be in much better shape. Uh huh. <laughs> much better shape. Uh huh. It's one of those things. I mean, I saw they just did the first ever eye transplant, which they're not. I, I saw it. Not yeah. expecting to get vision out of it, but it's an interesting uh-huh. step. Wait, why would they do it if he didn't? I thought he got vision. It was cosmetic. Now he oh, lost an kidding. eye. So it was something that was, they took an eye from another person. I from not, a dead person. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> rarely do they take them from people that are still alive. Like, well, hey, oh, gee, a, nice eyes. Let me, can, some part of the world, you know. True. It depends on what you're paying. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I know a guy in Mexico. But I'm intrigued by like what would be. You the, want an eye? I get you an eye. I you get know, you an eye tomorrow. Right. I can do that. They're very tasty. But you know where that movie that's from, right? Oh, I re, the, I remember the line. Big but, Lebowski. Ah, yes, the Big Lebowski. Yeah. You want a toe? That's. I get you. To, I get you toe tonight. We yeah. always think of Bembrose because the bathrobe and you know it's just. Oh yeah. It's yeah. that look. Mm-hmm. The disheveled look that uh, he has. Yeah, trademarked. he kind of looks like a Lebowski. Uh huh. Could be. Yeah. He's not bald. I don't know. Well, I do. He doesn't really show photos. He's very. I know, but I had lunch with him, remember? But how do you know it wasn't a wig? I mean, it, I, sure. Why not? <laughs> See, you can't, did you tug on it? I did not tug on <laughs> it. No. Did he ask you to tug on it? He's, he did he's, not ask for a tug at all. He's known for that, so you got to be very careful. Yeah. Although he skipped out on the lunch immediately after somebody paid. Well, that's it. You, if somebody else is like pulling out their credit card, you're like, can mm-hmm. I go? Like, yeah, I'm going to hit the bathroom. Got it. Got a small bladder and all. Right. That never came back. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like, where'd he go? I don't know. Uh-huh. In Seattle, he could have been killed. You could have been. I can't wait but, for the police. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure you, you had him on your show and his show or your combined show. We do have a combined show. I've got a few. Yeah. You that's do. Why, that's why people should it's support a, them all. You know, at some point you'll you'll get enough practice. You can go off on your own. Is there really enough time to practicing when uh, of podcasting? Yeah, because I was thinking about the old. Oh, you need to do something for 10,000 hours, right? That's mm, yes, that is true. That's if and you I said fly right. a spaceship for under 10,000 hours, you're not very good. And I hate that. I hate when I say right. And because now I now I notice O'Reilly uses look a lot. And it's funny because he hates the cliches, but he'll pull them. You know, look like no, don't say look. That's you know, not a good one. The worst good. one, though, is listen. That's worse than look. Yeah. And an audio podcast. Yeah. Look at what? <laughs> you got nothing going here. Because listen is just, it's so stupid for a number of reasons. The first of which is if they're not listening, they're not going to hear the listen. That would make sense. Correct. First of all. Secondly, you're telling them listen, meaning start listening now, which invalidates everything you just said. Right, because you weren't paying attention you didn't, until now. Like, don't worry about that other shit I said. Listen to this part. This is the important part. This is the vital stuff. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I guess there's probably a third in there somewhere. I can't think of one. But it's a, uh, all of these little sayings are stupid. And the one that that I I tend to have to get rid of the most from my podcast because i actually edit unlike you is um yeah and i've gotten those out of mine vocabulary mostly 
yeah, I still drop way more than I should. I I am consciously aware that it's better to have dead air than to say um. But it, it doesn't mean that I have completely stopped saying um. People get caught up in that. But I was thinking the, okay, if it takes 10,000 hours. So if it yeah. takes 10,000 hours to get good at doing mm-hmm. the unrelenting show and they're mm-hmm. two hours a piece, that means by episode 5,000, we will be really, really good at this. Yeah. Hey, or, I just realized that I wasn't recording this podcast. Really? I thought you were. I wasn't recording. No, that's that's fun. <laughs> awesome. Hey, yeah, I just hit I just hit the record button now. So, you know, I because I, I I totally forgot to do that. This is why nice. you need 10,000 hours of podcast experience. Clearly. Clearly you do. Yeah. You got to have it. But I was wondering with the eye thing. Yeah. Which is actually easier to do? Replace a complete eye or go in and replace a retina because to go in and replace a retina, you have to go into a very fragile organ and do something on the inside of that. I don't think you could do either. You know, that's the issue. Cause the problem is that the eye plugs in directly into your brain. It's really a, just an extension of your nerve cells. The retina is. So when we get to a point where we can individually wire up brain cells, then you can do eye replacements, but so at this we're point, certainly, certainly not anywhere near that right now. I think the closest they're at, like in my case, which is mm-hmm. the retina is just beat and battered and has scar tissue on it. You may be able to get to the point where they can do the injections, the stem cell where the yeah, retina you can, can totally regrow. Do that. I've, I've heard of people that have had, eye stem cell injections and it fixes their vision and that would be the hope then for this but for yeah the maximum problems where it's like yeah you have to rewiring that and i'm not sure if everybody's eyes are quite wired the same it's not like it's a usb cord uh, connecting your eye to your brain um yeah i mean it's not that far from it honestly but it's not just think of it as not the problem isn't that it's not like a usb cord where everything's random the problem is it's like 10,000 USB cords all plugged in. It's a lot of bandwidth. And yeah, you could theoretically figure out which one is supposed to go where, but it's, it's going to take a while to figure that out. That but yeah, because the, the, the retina is, I mean, it really, if you look at the, uh, in fact, I was just at this event, like I said, with medical shit. So I was looking at MRI and, um, uh, um cat scan images and stuff well because you know you need all of these things up to date in your home you do yeah it's kind of like a well if you're going to extend your life you need to make sure that your home is better outfitted than the hospital this is what everybody says yeah and then you have to have uh, the virtual spaceships well the virtual spaceships that's that just you know make sure that you're you're uh able to be engaged Yes, sir, Admiral fucking A. That's right. <laughs> That's Gene's new thing. If you see him wow. out at a meetup, be like, Admiral fucking A. Uh-huh. Admiral fucking A. And you know he's wearing the jacket. No, no pants. It'll just be the no jacket. No pants ever. Forever. Right. right. No. Maybe some combat boots. Yeah, it's kind of, I'm not kind of like Winnie the Pooh. A lot of people have said that. I just, I just wear the top, not the bottom. <laughs> A lot of people have made that comparison for I've so many reasons. I've never heard of anybody making that comparison, but okay. 
the wife. I mean, he had good once. taste. He liked honey. True, honey is good, especially if it's nice, natural, unfiltered. Yeah, black honey, nothing better. Walking into Disney World one day, the uh, the wife had a jacket with Winnie the Pooh mm. on it, mm. and the person that you know is standing there to handle back. I don't even know if there are people doing that anymore. Mm. Was like, oh, you got a little poo on your jacket, and she looked like, oh, <laughs> I get it. <laughs> nice. Speaking of Winnie the Pooh, so Which we do often pre- here. President of China is in. Um, she san francisco yeah they cleaned up all the ne'er-do-wells uh yeah it's amazing how clean san francisco looks uh-huh for a yeah, week pretty pretty amazing for a week yeah where do they send them that's the question austin probably they gave them one-way <laughs> tickets to austin and we'll wait until they come back uh-huh you guys send uh, them back it's like a ping pong game yeah it kind of it, it kind of is like a ping pong thing but um they, i interesting thing to me was that not even a week ago, I posted something to the effect of like China's laughing all the way to the bank right now. You know, they've got U.S. distracted between Ukraine and Israel. Uh, I'm not saying I have any information saying that they were at all responsible for either one of these. But man, they sure are in a great position as a result of this. And uh, they're watching the, the collapse of the American economy without having to do anything that points the finger at them. And then I had a response back, which is very typical of the, tip of the responses you get these days saying, yeah, it's, it's definitely not the Chinese. It's the Jews. Oh, of it's course. all their fault. And, uh, and the guy, and then he finished that message with, yeah, when, when I see the uh, Americans uh, bowing to the Chinese, then you can talk about how it's the Chinese that are running things, but right, clearly not them. Less than a week later, you have all the videos of Biden, Biden bowing to Xi, and then uh, uh, not just Biden either, obviously, uh, but but still calling him a dictator. I mean, that's the fun part. It's like, well, yeah, of course he's still a dictator. <laughs> like, why wouldn't he be? It, it's it's such crazy world shit, man. It's uh, well, uh, it it's amazing the chinese stuff the weirdest thing is and i didn't even realize they're, they're doing polling into communist china mm-hmm. and how accurate they can be and who's doing this but it seemed like march april of this year yeah about 75 percent of the chinese public viewed the united states as an adversary as an enemy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. now 45 percent yeah because weak america's weak they're weak and the news that's put out in china which we all know it's controlled by the government has been much more favorable all of a sudden Mm -hmm. about the united states it's very interesting (laughs) very interesting that they're like okay we're bringing the rhetoric down we're you know when the whether whatever you want to call them dictator president comes to the united states that's a big deal no matter that's what a totally big deal i mean he's literally the the leader of the largest country in the world uh-huh uh for life so that's a big thing and then there's a lot of people do you love the people in america that are like well we just got to cut all of our ties with china they're such idiots it's like what what where are you going to get your stuff yeah literally nothing is made in the u.s yeah everything is made somewhere else and most of the places that Let's say you're buying something that's not made in China. You're like, oh, fuck China. I'm buying this, this Japanese thing. Great. Where do you think Japan gets the metal to make it? Uh-huh. 
or the parts it's are bought China. from China. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, look yeah. at everything. It's like, okay, I've got a monitor. I've and then got you a get ring light. Uh, yeah, you got all these these what I would kind of call as the uh, I don't want to call them rhinos, but definitely the traditional conservative types. They're all like, yeah, China just steals all the shit. They they don't have anything that's advanced. Like all our iPhone right. chips are made in Taiwan, not China. Yeah, okay. They're going to steal that, your IP. Yeah, yeah, and that's fine. I mean, that you can. I that's probably a fact. I don't need to argue against it. Where do you think the rest of the crap that the iPhone is made from comes from? Uh huh. Because they're not. <clears throat> they're not making the case in Taiwan. I tell you that. Well, it's just such they a. Don't, they don't have the aluminum. A massive misunderstanding on how things work. Yeah, it's it's unbelievable. Just. Whatever the deal that was made, and again, deals between China and the United States, take them all with the grain of salt. But mm-hmm. one of the deals they just signed was, well, we, we agree between us, our buddies, Biden and Xi, that our countries are not going to use AI in weapons. So, I mean, yeah, you can use mm-hmm. it in your drones to go look and do mapping and all of this, but any weapon that can actually explode, say, mm-hmm. cause death, well, we're not going to use AI in that. And there was one of yeah. the talking heads. You know, not the band, but one of the idiots on TV that was like, well, well, how do we know China's actually going to abide by this? And I'm like, well, how does China know we're going to actually abide by it? Yeah, exactly. You know, and there's a the great clip part. from another movie you probably haven't seen, uh, which is. Um, God damn it. What is that movie? Yeah, I, I need to take some vitamin B. That's my favorite movie. God damn it. God what damn is it. That Have movie? you seen that one already? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's called The it's, World. Um. It's the one with the Nazis in the moon. Iron Sky. Iron Sky. Have you seen it? Probably not. I don't believe so. It does not Okay, add it to your list right there. Iron Sky. You should be able to watch it for free. You think I should be able to watch everything for free? Because I, I know you. It came out. And, <laughs> well, this is true. This you can also just true. go to ironsky.net. It's also uh, available on Prime everything. Video for yeah. free, it looks like. There you go. Iron Sky 2012. And a really, really fun movie about the secret Nazi base on the moon and uh, how they decide to finally go back and, and take over the earth. It's a 5.9 out of 10 on IMDb. Oh, it's, it's way higher than that. And, uh, or it should be on Rotten Tomatoes probably, but it's, it's a hilarious movie. It's got a lot of really fun little memes in it. It's like the whole movie is just chock full of memes. But one of them is when the the Nazis have their their moon zeppelins flying towards the earth. The Americans realize that, like, they're going to need to fight Nazis so that you watch the uh, Hubble telescope transform like a transformer into a gunship. And uh, it's like, huh, always kind of figured that was the case. Yeah. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, you know, we're going to need we're going to need more help and then you watch all the other countries satellites start transforming into military vessels and then the president of the united states um is like oh come on you're you know that we have a treaty this this is illegal it's like yeah but but you agreed to it too and they're like yeah but you guys all know that we're not going to stick to any treaty that we may abide by it but you you're supposed to and then finally she says, okay, did anybody not have military capabilities in their satellites? And the, the Finnish UN member raises his hand. And he's the only one. 
Hey, I mean, just imagine what Elon's got. Oh, dude. No, Starlink is a military satellite system. Just don't do that. No doubts about it. Trivia on the movie. And the U.S. government doesn't like the fact that it's in private hands. True. Moon Nazi invasion on Earth began at 5.45 a.m. exactly like the German invasion on Poland that triggered World War II. Mm-hmm. That could trigger. Yeah, that so check trigger. it out. It's a good movie. Uh, the, the, I, the, the featured review, the title is Nazis on the Moon. No more mm-hmm. or less to it than that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The well, chicken like it you're going to like. I like the chicken, the main Nazi chick. She's really hot. Yeah, I was going to say, just from the, the picture that they're showing from yeah, the movie yeah. poster. I mean, hot yeah, Nazis. Nazi and, chicks are hot, man. You're like, I can, I can deal with that for a while. There, there's your quote for the day. Hot Nazi chicks are fun. Nazi chicks are hot. Oh, there you go. Yeah. The more you learn on the unrelenting show. And the, uh, the speech that she gives, uh, to the president's really good about, uh, it's got some nice, well, and also one of my favorite bands did the music for it. The circle jerks. Um, no. Sushi and the Banshees. Sushi and the Banshees. Yes. <laughs> That's exactly it. As a Susie. Yeah. I like to say sushi, though, because if you're going to spell it that way, why not? Ryan Bemrose, who may or may not be a smart ass, says, I love Gene's descriptions. I feel like I've seen the movie now. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, probably. He paints a word picture like no other. I try. I've, I've taken way too many classes in that. Well, and what do you do for buying the spaceships? Was there a class for, for that or that just comes naturally? uh the spaceship buying yeah did you did you need to i mean how do you know which spaceships are good yes my people have that inane instinct you're just buying them all you're the trainers yeah you gotta you gotta learn which ones are gonna appreciate the most that's true and you hide them in your basement they will Mm -hmm. go up in value except you don't have a basement so no i don't this is a rare commodity down south basements which would be really helpful because when it gets to really hot in areas like Chicago, yeah, basements would cool you off. Uh-huh. Totally. Mm-hmm. So you're like, you live in a really, really hot place, but I'm guessing it's because of the, the way the ground is there that they're yeah, not really, it's, it's, it's a, um, what do you call it? It's, it's not mud, but it's mud, like, yeah. uh, clay. That's the word I was looking for. It's so you, you all clay. To- so there is no solid ground anywhere here everything shifts and uh you'd have to go down you know like when they build a skyscraper they go down very oh deep. yeah you got to find bedrock yeah find the bedrock but i think the bedrock here is like 100 feet down or something or 50 feet down it's it's deep so all the houses just sit on um cement slabs and, and you the hope cement they don't slab, just go into the ground they don't well the cement slab just kind of sails on top of the moving uh clay makes sense we have that here and our driveway just keeps sinking yeah well no okay you know that's the issue the problem when it just sits on top is it's eventually Mm -hmm. if the ground is not completely secure underneath Mm -hmm. the building starts to sink or in this case the driveway and then they come out and they pump some sand and shit under it and then Mm -hmm. like three years later you're right back to where you started yeah, well, you can put some asphalt on top of the asphalt. Well, it's not asphalt, but uh, oh. it's it's concrete, which maybe you could do. I don't know if you oh, can do concrete yeah, over concrete. You do that. 
Well, you could do asphalt over the concrete for sure. Just keep building it up. That's that's how you end up with cities like Rome. Buried. Which anywhere you dig, there's like four floors of buildings underneath you. You're like, how did this happen? Mm-hmm. That's what I told you. They're building a house here in the uh, where I live. On top of your house? Close. I mean, they're building mm-hmm. one because, you know, the wife now deals with all the permits and stuff. And they oh, were, yeah. They were trying Government to, employee. Uh-huh. Trying to build a basketball court in a basement. So this is going to nice. be a home that's got a basement that's going down 20 feet, which is going to be weird. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, there is some structural uh, issues with. What's the dimensions of a basketball court? I mean, fairly large. I don't know that's right off the top of my head, but they're. You know, unless you're going to have a pole right in the middle of it, like our basement, which isn't huge by any stretch of the imagination. And every large basement I've seen around here, mm-hmm. they have support posts because, you know, buildings yeah. shouldn't fall down. Right. So putting up a basketball court with that kind of area that a home is then going to sit on, it has to be some kind of feat of engineering that... Uh, well, no, they just need to use steel beams. Most houses use wooden beams. That would make sense. Or, you know, and they could be using something outside. And obviously, you could have to go down to bedrock, and then those would sit on at ground level so that what's below doesn't really matter, that the house above isn't going to tumble into said basketball well, they court. They could build some flying buttresses. Ooh, that's very fancy. Mm-hmm. Everybody needs a flying buttress on their holiday list. Mm-hmm. So many movies to watch. Yeah, get cracking, man. I I've just been the report from the first one next time. I've just been trying to get caught up in all the Hallmark Christmas movies. I mean, there's so oh, many God. of them. Oh, that's not <laughs> something you should ever get caught up in. Oh, and uh, for people wondering, Ben is alive, so we will be recording a next episode soon. Wait, dude named Ben named Ben? Yeah. Another good old boys? He was, uh, he, he ended up having some flight issues. He was and, stuck and in instantly a somebody said, okay, so he was a, uh, he was clearly abducted by somebody. That would make sense. Yeah. Did you, and did you order it? Did I order it? No. Uh-huh. Hell no. It's like the old joke with, uh, Rodney Dangerfield mm-hmm. that, uh, no respect, no respect, no respect at all. Uh, not, uh, was it actually it wasn't Rodney. It was, uh, um, the, the other guy, uh, the other guy. Yeah, what's um, from Bob Hope? No, no, the uh, Don Rickles. Oh, sure. He's another very much in the same category of yeah. the, the self-deprecating humor. Bob, that's why I said Bob Hope. But he tells the joke Don Rickles does that, you know, oh, you know what? Frank Sinatra saved my life. Mm-hmm. It's like, really? Yeah, Frank. Yeah, he did. What, what happened? Well, I was outside this club and these guys, they were just beating me, man. They were kicking me. Mm. They were beating me. They were hitting me with what, you know, whatever they had. And Frank Sinatra came out of the club. He looked at him and he said, okay, boys, that's enough. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, that again, this is the misdirection of, Uh oh, well, yeah, he saved your life, but he also told them to uh, rough you up a little bit. Mm -hmm. That's how we feel around here every now and then. You got to have the misdirection. I thought he was going to say, oh, it's the wrong guy. Wrong guy. Yeah. Different, different guy. This is the one. Oh, thank you, sir. You saved my life. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. There you go. Uh, but we're going to do another Grumpy Old Ben's next week, too. So Ben is back. Yeah. And Grumpy Old Ben's, which we've been on about a month hiatus. Yeah. 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 We're doing a show next Wednesday, right before Thanksgiving. 
Very cool. And then you and I may be here on the so next. So is does that mean he's getting time off to do the show? Probably getting a furlough. Good behavior. Yeah, furlough for good behavior. But really, uh-huh. when does he ever have good behavior? So I know that's why I'm surprised. Probably won't last long. Then I got to see. I don't know if we have anything planned with the wife because I'm sure she's being a government job. Then you know, no Black Friday working for her mm-hmm. and. We'll see. We've got my mom's birthday this weekend. She's 85, so we're taking her out somewhere tomorrow. So how nice. So I'm going to go to um, Olive Garden. The Olive, no, not the Olive Garden. I'm like, we should go to Gibson's. I mean, it's like 45 minutes away. Maybe. And, but Gibson's is good. TGI Fridays. Did no TGI. There's really not a lot right in the area where they are. There's not a lot of those. Uh, you Red know, Lobster. Sh- yeah. Schlocky overdone kind of restaurants which is good because most of those are no good but they have just like a ton of different mexican restaurants and italian restaurants like little mom and pop places which Hmm. aren't necessarily bad but you know it's not gibson's it's hard to beat gibson's man a good steak is hard to beat but we'll figure it out we will figure it out i don't know but if you wanted a good steak then why do you keep talking about gibson's because where where would you suggest i go you're like I do not like no Gibsons. You want, we should go I've to that Fuka da Chow. You've never been to Gibsons? I've never been to. Gibson's. Oh, best steakhouse in Chicago. Really? I don't know, man. I was at a. It doesn't exist anymore, but I was at a great Houston's in Chicago. One of the better Houston's. A better Houston uh, in Chicago. And the the restaurant name is Houston's. That makes sense. Yeah, and um, uh, it's. Um, I mean, ironically, the Houston's in Texas are not as good as Houston's I've been to in other states. It's a conundrum, Gene. It's bizarre, right? And one we will try to answer Mm -hmm. the next time we all get together. 